Hot 16 is sponsored by State Line Clothing. State Line is a lifestyle brand designed for the individual that loves to represent where they are from, no matter where they may be presently. Built on the idea of regional pride, every article of clothing strives to convey the beginnings of the individual wearing it by using landmarks, phrases, and anything else that represents home. Wherever the road of life took you, no matter what state lines you may cross, you remember the beginning of the journey. Visit and shop State Line Clothing today at www.welcometostateline.com and enter promo code HOT16 at checkout to enjoy 16% off your entire order. Let's start the show. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Hot 16, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. I'm your host, State Line J, and uh, normally I'm joined by Soral Bell or Dollar Bill. Y'all have, have heard me with a lot of different people, uh, but this week I'm back w- with my homegirl, who's probably going to be staying with us for the duration of this show, if I had hey. to guess, right? You're going to stick around for, for like for, sure. for, for, for at least a couple years or, or weeks or so, hey, right? Hey, years, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Bet, bet, bet. So we're going to introduce her in a, in a second. I, you know, I got to do some housekeeping and everything. Um, as you guys know, you can hear us on multiple different platforms. That's on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and um, Stitcher Radio. I almost forgot the other one, Stitcher Radio as well. So no matter what device you have, you can hear Hot 16 everywhere you are. Um, and be sure to follow us on social media at Hot 16 Podcast. Uh, let us know you know, how you feel about our post that we post sometimes. Um, and any music that you want us to check out, you can email that at Hot16Show at gmail.com. That's going to be changing sometime soon. Uh, but for now, it's hot16show at gmo.com. And make sure you do leave a review and share the show with your friends. Uh, we are 54 tracks in, um, which is a big deal. You know, it's, we got over that one-year hump a couple a couple weeks ago. And uh, we have a couple of interviews coming up. And I'm so excited for you guys because we have a new co-host. And I'm going to let her introduce herself uh, right now. Tell the people about yourself. Awesome, awesome. So, hey, everyone. My name is Ariella Anif. And I'm straight from the East Coast, born and raised. Mm-hmm. I'll rep it till I die and all this stuff. <laughs> but now nah, I'm from the Shy State, originally born in Jersey. Um, all my family's from New York, Brooklyn to be exact. Uh, I've been, I, li- I lived everywhere. So that's why I just claim a Tri State sometimes because I've been in PA, Philly. Yeah. That's where I just came from. So, um, but yeah, my name is Ariella Nice. I work right now for Hip Hop Weekly. I work for Hollywood Unlocked. I work for CBS and Intercom radio station. So I'm plugged in here and there. Um, music is what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? As far as being an exec, I feel like I definitely have that ear for talent. I have, you know, I love keeping my ear to the streets, mm-hmm. helping, you know, emerging artists break onto the scene, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm that liaison as well. So if you guys know some people that need to be put on, let me know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now it's dope because everybody knows that listen to the show. They know I'm like, I have the West coast bias. And so now we have somebody from the East Coast yes. here to kind of like counter my West Coast bias. But but we've talked. You said you yeah. actually like a lot of West Coast artists, too. I do. Like, before, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, okay, so it was actually like not – it was once I got to college. So mm-hmm. when I went to Temple, which is in Philly, and it was like once I was there, like I was hanging around a lot of people, and they were listening to like a lot of Dom, a lot of Schoolboy. Dom, I And I was like, Dom. yo, like this shit slap. Like, <laughs> I was like, come on. And I like I really got into Tiger and YG after I went to a Tiger concert. I think like my freshman year. And then I was like, Yo, who is Y? Like I didn't know YG at the time. He had just I think broke, um, Tooted and Booted. Okay. And so I only knew him from that track. And then he did a couple songs. I think he was doing a little bit. I think with Tiger, but he was definitely on tour with Tiger. And I was like, Yo, the West Coast, the West Coast music slap. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when I came out here, I was already on, and I was yeah, looking for the rest of the people out here. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we finally linked up and we got, you know, I, I found somebody to work with on the West Coast. Yes. Um, actually here in L.A. because, you know, Sorrell's in, in Vegas and it was kind of tough. Audiences listen to a lot of different people with right. me. Uh, so I'm glad that you are, you are joining the team. Um, 
just so everybody can get a better, you know, feeling of who you are, you know, I want to ask some questions so people okay. kind of kind of know that you actually are into this hip hop shit. You know, you know, yes. uh, your credibility is important um, <laughs> I in, got you. in the hip hop industry. So people really want really want to make sure that you are into this hip hop shit. So I want to ask mm-hmm. you, and, and this is actually a question I have even asked you yet, and I meant to ask you this a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, who are your three favorite artists right now? Oh, listen, Fab is always going to be at the top of my list, regardless of what he's putting out. I know it's been a minute. Like he, I think his last uh, drop was for the new year. Yeah. So with Trey, but yeah. that that joint still that ain't slap. Count. That ain't count. That wasn't like, that wasn't like a real slap, project. Though. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still like I'm still waiting on the rest of his mixtape, you know, series, you know, to uh, keep coming out. Even an album, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would love to hear. But um, right now is definitely Future. When he did, like I've been on Future honestly since uh, school as well. So in 2012, like I was bumping Pluto. Like yeah. he had slaps on slaps on slaps. You know what I'm saying? And then when he just did this double album, that's when I was like, yo, like, I'm really feeling future. Oh, yeah, the back-to-back weekend. Yes. <laughs> so right. He was dominating. So um, I definitely got to say future as well. And for the third, ooh, that's hard. Because um, I got to throw, I feel like I got to throw OG in there. Like, three favorite right now. Three favorite. Okay, yeah, three right, favorite now. right now. Right, so you yeah, right. You yeah, right. It yeah. don't got to be all the time. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so right now, I got to say Lil Uzi. Like uh, uh, I know, Terrell hasn't met you yet, but he gonna like you. Oh, he okay. <laughs> Listen, okay, but I know I'll probably get a lot of flack for that. But honestly, I'm just like I think Uzi. You know, he like I think it's because he's so diverse in his music. I don't necessarily go straight for bars. Yes, I love bars. Yes, if you got substance, I'm all for it. Everybody is. But yeah. if you have that diversity, if you have that versatility to switch it up from rock, pop, punk, whatever you want to call yourself, and whatever you want to dabble in, that's what music is. I have, like, you know what I mean? Like, I have that ear to just hear anything, and I'm rocking with you. Okay, okay. So people are definitely listening to this now knowing that we are very different because I always tell people, like, <laughs> bars over everything. But I do like some artists that don't necessarily have bars like that. Like, I do mm-hmm. like uh, uh, what is, what's the name of that song? Exo Tour Life. Like, yes. That's the best song out right now. Yes. I mean, like, that song No, he's taking hard, over. And I, I don't really listen to Uzi. I, well, I don't listen to him at all. Like, mm-hmm. I've never listened to a full project. I think I've listened to a couple songs on, on some of his projects, but mm-hmm. I don't even know the names of his projects. Like, I'm not an Uzi fan. I'll, but that I'll, song cool. is fire. Like, that yes. song is, is, is definitely, he definitely has some with that. All right, so number two, what's your favorite hip-hop album? Ooh. You gotta pick one. You know the whole thing, like oh, you go into an a- island, you get stranded on an island, you can only and I pick gotta one only album. Listen yeah. to one album. <laughs> yeah, what, what album? What's your favorite hip hop album of all time? <sighs> I know that's really hard. You can that's pick two. So if you want. I'll let you pick two. I'll take you off the hot seat. You can pick two. If I you mean, want. definitely graduation. Okay, graduation by Kanye. Definitely, I gotta, I gotta have some Kanye. All right. And I'll pick something relevant. Um, well, not relevant, but I should say new. Um, something newer. I would probably take, you know who's, we could get into it later. All right. <laughs> but I am definitely going to put Young Thug's Beautiful Thug, Beautiful Thug of Girls. Whoa. I really? need that. Like, I, I can't stop bumping it. Okay, we're going to talk We're going to get later. into it later, but I cannot stop later. bumping it. Whoa, that was a curveball. It was expect- a, I know. I wasn't expecting that I know, all. but listen, I, this is coming from the same chick that said she liked Lil Uzi. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, like. Right. Now, now, number three, uh, this is something we were actually discussing in the past. Um, which decade had the better music, the 80s, 90s, or early 2000s? Mm. 
And you talking about general or specifically hip hop? Yeah, just general. Hip-hop. Who had the better music? Better music. Right, no, hip hop. Like specifically. Hip hop, R and B. You know, that's kind of like hip hop, R and B. They go together. So hip hop, R and B. Who had the better music? Definitely. 80s, 90s, I definitely feel it's the '90s. You know what I'm saying? Like I was born in the '90s, so I wasn't, you know, early '90s. <laughs> so, but still, like I still feel like looking back retrospect, '90s had everything. Like even like any genre, honestly, but specifically hip hop and R and B. '90s yeah. was it. 2000s, I wouldn't say. I would say maybe early 2000s. It probably stopped around 20, 20. It probably stopped <laughs> around like 2003. Yeah. I feel like, you know, it was starting to go downhill just a little bit. Um, but 90s all day. 90s. You know, I feel like everybody says that. Yeah. I can't remember. I think we talked about this like episode eight. I was one of the ones that was trying to defend the 2000s, I think. Mm. But it's hard because it's like. 90s 90s owned music it was the golden age of it, rap. Was. it was the golden age of r&b especially like, rap yeah yeah it really bridged the gap to what we have now the 90s what we have now wouldn't exist right <laughs> like a lot of these artists wouldn't even exist right. if it wasn't for what the mcs and the uh singers and, and artists in the 90s had you know paved the way for right um, so 80, can't, you can't say from the 80s either no, though you know not. what i'm saying you have run dmc you know what i'm saying you had all the greats coming out but at the same time, I feel like for that extra, extra flavor, I feel like the 80s, not to take away from the 90s, but the 80s was really like, it was emerging rap. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it was like, it was something that had substance, obviously. The 90s did too, early 90s did too. You was talking about the struggle. But I feel like towards the end of the 90s, early 2000s, which is why I can't really like mess with the early 2000s, is that's when it really started to become about stuff that wasn't, didn't have whole much substance. Right, yeah. Like the 80s kind of, the 80s created the torch. Created it. 90s, and it was like 90s, booming. The, the 80, no, the 70s created the torch, obviously. You're right, you're the right. The 80s lit the torch in the right. 90s you know they carried they, it they along carried it. <laughs> and then it started the fire started to die Spread, out exactly. yeah towards exactly, the 2000s exactly all right all right so now, hopefully now the listeners know you a little bit better yes and they see your credibility hopefully <laughs> i ain't getting too angry at your favorite three no, artists and your don't. favorite albums and everything <laughs> um and, you know and that way they can actually trust you when we talk about these headlines right now I got so you. so we got a lot to talk about okay. it's been it's been a, a pretty crazy weekend uh, week in hip hop when you think about it, um, mm. you know Tupac's birthday pa- uh, just passed mm-hmm. on the 16th of June. Um, he would have been 46 years old. And that same day, we got the release of his biopic, biopic. I don't know, Tomato Tomato, whatever you want to say. <laughs> All eyes on me. Uh, it's finally in theaters. Yes. I know a lot of people have seen it. You have not. I have not, so please don't crucify me. <laughs> I've been good. so busy. I was stranded in Malibu yesterday, and I know it sounds like, how can you be stranded in beautiful-ass Malibu? But I was stranded. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but yes. No, nah, nah, definitely. <laughs> so it's, it's cool that you didn't see it, because I'm, I'm here to, you know, uh, spread my, my wealth of knowledge on it. Because I went Friday yes. night. You know, I, was, uh, I wasn't going to go see it. I wasn't in a rush to see it, but, you know, uh, so many people were talking about it. And um, I definitely just wanted to, like, you know, make sure I saw it so I would have an opinion, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my own opinion. Because mm-hmm. obviously you see, you know, social media, they react so quickly to <sighs> everything. And it's and it's usually, usually not even, like, they don't think about Most people don't think right. before they react, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They just see some, they either hate it, they love it, and they move on, you know, because we right. live in this microwave society now. Um, mm. And so I was like, I need to go see it for myself. I need to formulate my own opinions. I saw Jada Pinkett shitting on it. Saw 50 Cent shitting on it. Come on. And I'm like, why is Jada shitting on it? Her, she's like a main character in the movie. She's right. And, uh, which I didn't even know until like that day, which is weird. I feel like they would have, I don't know, they didn't really talk about her being in the movie like, right. like that. I didn't know she was, you know, that prominent in the movie. But um, I had some opinions about it on social media too. Um, basically, my thing is that I, I didn't enjoy it. 
Mm. Now, it didn't suck. It didn't suck, but I didn't really enjoy the movie. I, let's look at it two ways. I'm looking at it as, as a movie, just as a right. movie. As a movie itself, like, let's imagine I don't know who Tupac is, whatever. Mm. As a movie itself, I, I hated it. Mm. Because it, I didn't like the way the story was told. Um, it, it was shot. I understand Benny Momi's a legendary, you know, hip hop right. music video producer. Um, but it was shot like a music video, in my opinion. Like a lot of things, mm. it was very like, here's a scene, move to the next one. Here's a scene, move to the next one. Here's mm. a scene. Like it didn't really, the story didn't really flow. Okay. Like it was just kind of like, this is what happened, and then we'll jump 10 years. This is what happened. And then, this, then we'll jump a couple years. This is what happened. Then we'll jump a couple years. This is what happened. Like it was really like, I don't know. I didn't like how it was written. Um, and then as a as a fan or someone that grew up, you know, I was young, but I grew, I lived through this time period, you know, th- that the majority of the movie is in, um, and living in L.A. and kind of knowing Tupac's story already, mm-hmm. I didn't learn anything new. Mm. And, and that's what I didn't like. I feel like from a biopic, you should learn something new. Even right. though I grew up, you know, I was very young when the, when the N.W.A. shit. I wasn't even born when they were really popping, but mm-hmm. um, I at least, I knew stuff about them. I knew enough being from Los Angeles, right? right? But when I went to go see Straight Outta Compton, I learned a lot that I didn't know. As someone that, that calls himself a hip-hop connoisseur and, I, and I'm really enriched in this shit, mm-hmm. I learned a lot of stuff from that movie I didn't know before. Same. And from the Tupac film, I didn't learn anything. Like, if you've wow. read Tupac's Wikipedia page, you've seen this movie already. Oh! And, and to be honest, the wiki has a lot more information in it Stop. than the movie did, in my opinion. Like, I've learned so much more from these Tupac fan websites. Like, there's a ton of those, right? right. You can always find Tupac fan sites. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned a lot more from those, these blog sites, his wiki page, and fucking, like, you know, police documents that you can read online. Right. I've learned a lot more from that than I did from this movie. Damn. A lot more. So, so it kind of dropped the ball in that. I was going in hoping that I would learn something new. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that, you know... Um, it would make me think about Pac's life in a different light or not necessarily negative or positive, just differently. Like, right. like oh man, I didn't know he was going with this. Or I, I felt like we would have felt how he struggled or, you know, the inner conflictions that he had or, or maybe like his writing style, the way he wrote music. They didn't mm. really capture him as an artist, I don't think. Okay. Um, even though like, you know, I'm talking a lot right now, but even though like no. uh, Demetrius Ship <laughs> did an awesome job as an actor, as somebody, this is his first acting job and he looked just like him. Like, that was dope. But what was, who was calling me? Um, but, uh, <laughs> But like, just they didn't capture the essence that I that I imagine of Tupac in, as an artist. You know, what I mean, like, that's they didn't a letdown. Really, yeah, like they, you know, remember how they always talk about mm. how he was such a like perfectionist and the work, his work ethic was crazy. Right. We never saw him like in the studio, like penning anything, penning, like going crazy. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do ten songs today or this and that. Like he would say it wow. here and there, but then they would just move to the next scene. Like you never really got him as an artist and how serious he took it, you know, as an artist. So I didn't, you know, I didn't like that a little bit. It makes sense, though, because, you know, now that, you know, everybody, all the critics are coming out and everything like that, you know, I read, you know, because I work for Hollywood Unlocked, we do a lot of reporting. Shout out Hollywood Unlocked. Um, But, you know, we reported today that, you know, his estate wasn't backing the film. So that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That it wasn't as open and it wasn't as, you know, informative that we would have liked it to be when the essential piece, which is if it's not him, if it's not his mother, rest in peace to both, Mm -hmm. you know, his estate would be next, you know, to give out that information or have, you know, different family members or, you know, people in his camp giving you those direct, you know, facts and those direct, you know, whatever the case may be. So it makes sense if, you know, things weren't, you know, talked about, things were brushed over or, you know, 
clearly omitted, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And just not giving you the full perspective. Yeah. That's a letdown, though, because yeah. I'm really, you know, when I saw Straight Outta Compton, I was like, that was a great-ass biopic. Yeah, I love that movie. Like, I mean, amazing. I'm, you know, I'm from the East Coast, so I already did, I already knew I was going to learn a lot, but I just felt like, the like you said, the way it was told like that was the best I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, that movie was great. So I the had, new edition biopic was great. That was great too. And that was on that was on BT. Right, BT, come on now. BT is known for putting out some <laughs> bullshit. That was a great biopic. Yeah, and it was on, it was on um, BT. So yeah, regular cable better. network. Yeah. So you know, it's it's a little bit of a letdown because you know I kind of did have a little bit of high expectations. Yeah. You know, but I'm still gonna see it. But you know, going in, I'm gonna remain try to remain unbiased, but. I can't front from what you told me, what social media is saying, yeah. you know, especially as far as that continuity goes, um, you know, which is why 50 like blew up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I thought 50 was just being a hater because, you know, that's, first, what he, that's what he right. does. He's, he's a little salty, <laughs> which is why I love him. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he's just open. Right. But I thought the same. Yeah. I thought he was just being a hater at first. And that was before I saw it. And I was like, man, 50 just talking shit. Like, right. 50 always talking shit. Right. But no, nah, I actually stand with 50 on this. Like, mm. it, it was it was not what I expected. It was a little soft. The movie was a little soft. Mm. Um, for, for Pac to have been, you know, by all accounts, by most people saying he was the hardest nigga, right? Right. The movie was not that, like, you, know, you, don't, you don't really see him be that gangster that much wow. in this movie. Like, there's a couple scenes here and there. But, like, I felt like Ice Cube's character in Straight Outta Compton was, was way harder. more gangster. Ooh. Than, than Pac's character was in this movie. So so to me, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if this is really like what y'all wanted to get out of this movie, but right. I felt let down a little bit as a fan of the music, not necessarily a fan of t- Tupac, but just a fan of the music and right. the story. The art behind it. It, I, it kind of it kind of bothered me now. Currently on Rotten Tomatoes, has a score of 24%. Ooh, uh, this, was like, this was last night. I don't know what it's at now. I, can, I guess I could look at it real quick, but oh uh, yeah, it, it, it wasn't doing well. Um, in the eyes of the public. I'm actually about to look this up. Let's see. All eyes on me. Rotten. Damn. I don't know if this is great radio, but I'm looking it up anyway. Listen. Rotten Tomatoes. I'm I, I'm guessing it's lower. It's got to be lower it's, than what it was because people just really don't like it. <laughs> Probably kept, uh, yeah, yeah, kept rating it now. Internet is hating on me right now. I'm trying okay, to think. Okay, so it looks like on Rotten Tomatoes, it, it, it does have a one out of five stars. With a wow. rating of twenty two percent, so, so it, is, it went down a bit. It is <laughs> it is dropping just a little bit for those that haven't seen it yet. Um, I would say you know if you if you really are interested in, in Pac and you know you want you don't know anything, I guess go see it because you'll learn something. But if you already know, if you've already read his Wikipedia page, you don't need to go see this movie. That's mm. that is my opinion, and that's that's kind of all I wanted to say on that. Um, now this now other things have been taken taking place in hip hop. Um. Have you seen these 44, 444 signs all yes. around the city? I remember oh, they were up in New York a couple weeks ago. They don't venture out. Or last out. week. Yeah, they ventured out west. I've been seeing them in, in Hollywood. I saw one of the, uh, one of the. Uh, I was actually in Santa Monica. Uh-huh. A bus. I think it was a, a Hollywood tourist bus, I believe. Uh, okay. And it had it draped on the whole bus. And it said 444, Jay-Z, June 30th. And mm. I'm like, oh. Okay, see, now a couple weeks ago, me and Sorrell, or last week, me and Sorrell talked about this, and they were saying, like, the media outlets already shut it down, I thought. I thought they already said, like, oh, it's a movie, no. you know, coming out on title. No. Um, but you have other news for me. Yes. So today I was, uh, you know, just going through IG, and I actually found out that it's definitely going to be an album. Definitely an album. It's definitely an album. For they sure. said it was reported by Billboard. Okay. So, you know, it's a credible source. Very credible source. That No ID is set to produce Jay-Z's entire 444 album. Hmm. So I was just like, 
Oh, word. No ID. Is word. he executive producing or is he producing the songs? Now, I think produce. it's. I think he's probably executive producing because they said the album. So I'm pretty sure. Let's let's confirm. Really that's quick, coming June 30th. That's right yes, on the corner. That's right here. Fresh out. And supposedly the babies were born, so they say. Yes. Have they? Have, have, I believe it. Have they confirmed that the babies were born? Supposedly. Or is supposedly that just social Beyonce media? did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Supposedly she definitely confirmed. Okay. They're so here. Fresh off, of, fresh off of twins. They Jay fresh off the twins. Dre, Jay is about to drop this album, produced entirely by No ID. I like it. Oh, it says he's gonna revisit some of his like their old collaborations. So like Death of Auto Tune, Holy Grail, Run This Town, Success, All Around the World, what do you Fall mean? In. What do you mean? So revisit. Revisit. So they're probably gonna be doing some, you know, similar similar production style. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying like remaking like Oh no, no, no. Oh, okay, no, no, no. okay. I'm pretty sure it's probably uh um All new material. All new material. Basically just touching on them same vibes they was giving mm. off. Okay. I'm excited. I, I am I, too. Jay, people know Jay is my favorite rapper ever. Yes. Um, he's the he's the goat in my opinion. Like he's the greatest rapper of all time. Uh, so I'm excited. I, I'm always here for a Jay Z album. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be excited about that. I'm always gonna be the first person to get it. I will probably buy this because I don't see myself switching the title yet. Unless I, <laughs> unless I want to create another. I have like five email accounts that I've created for titles oh. in years. Um. So I might have to create another one <laughs> to get Listen. that trial again. Uh, but I'll probably end up just buying this album just so I can say I have it. Right. Um, because, you know, same thing him and Beyonce. Like, Beyonce still don't have her album on Apple Music. I just buy it. So, like, fuck it. I'll just Going off ten- of everything. I'll just give you my $10, Beyonce, whatever. Right. <laughs> so I'll probably end up doing the same thing for Jay's album. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what to expect. I don't know, like, who else is, is showing Who's up gonna for production. Who's going to be on it? I don't know if he's going to have any features. I like Jay without features, to be honest. Same. Like, and if he does have features, I want it to be with, like, like, people that can rap their ass off like i love like remember last year when we got drug dealers anonymous when he yes, was push up yes like, like i, I want to see him partner with people like that fire like i don't want to i don't want to see jay if he's gonna be doing verses you know have songs with like i don't even mind if he does it with lil wayne but i don't want lil wayne like on the hook like mm-hmm. i want lil wayne like rapping actually rapping yeah like yeah. i want to i want to get jay rapping with some of the real rappers right in the industry, you know what i mean so um, if, if, if that's what it is or if it's him with no features i'm, I'm happy Either way, I'm happy. Either he's way. about to drop something. Exactly. Now he also had a big week this week because he did have he was inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yes, congrats. Uh, by President Obama, mm-hmm. first rapper to get this honor. I don't mm-hmm. know what took so long for a rapper to get in there. Come on. Like, what? What do you think about that? Why? Why do you think we're just now getting a, a rapper? I don't. I honestly, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand why people like Ice Cube are even getting his just got his Walk of Fame star. Right. I thought he already so, had one. I thought so too. <laughs> that just happened honestly, like last all week. All the things this man does, like he's a mogul. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, he right. would have been on there for something. They about 15 years late. Giving, like uh, Ice way Cube, uh, too late. Maybe 20 years late. For giving way Ice too Cube late. A, uh, they star. saw straight out of Compton come out and they were like, I right, come on, you know, <laughs> right. we got to get the, the board on. You know what I mean? We got to get everybody on board. Right. But as far as uh, Jay Z's induction, I'm just like, honestly, it was definitely way too late. Yeah. Um, why so? I don't know. You know, I honestly can't say. Like, it's sad to say, like, a lot of our people are, I'm going to go there. A lot of our I'll people, you know, I feel like we're just now starting to, which is good. We're just now starting to crack that royalty, so yeah. to speak. You know what music, I'm saying? Music, like, music right. Yeah. Exactly. So. I feel like it's definitely, you know, we, we definitely going to be supportive of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's way past due. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just hope that this just sets the tone for the rest of the people coming. You know what I'm saying? That it is definitely possible now. You know, we need to keep pushing forward. We got to keep yeah. nominating ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And one another. Because 
this I'm I'm tired of it. Like they sing here talking about Oscar so white and blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> right. Listen, the whole this is every every industry. Right. Yeah, every industry. No, it it's not just one, you know, sec- secular that's like being it, it took a while attacked. for rap to even be respected as like artists. Like a lot right. of times, uh, you know, people used to say like they're not real musicians or they're not real artists, right. but like the greatest rappers, like the greatest rappers have to be the greatest musicians. Mm. They have to, the way they're, they're painting pictures and the things that they're discussing and putting it in an artistic way and putting it in a musical format, it's not easy. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And, and the, now the criteria for this, I remember reading it because we talked about this when it was first announced, he would be inducted a couple months ago, mm-hmm. uh, was that I think you had to be uh, 20 years r- removed from your first commercial song, mm. right? Which is cool, but there's still a lot of artists. At the time we were talking about like how was Ice Cube never considered for this like he's been out since the 80s he's but well past 20 years his first his first record right and he wrote some of the greatest rap songs in hip-hop history but you know what <laughs> and not he, even and he's not in there already right people like you said like that in the 80s but people even before that think about the pioneers of hip-hop run dmc, run DMC. you know what i'm saying LL like cool j ll cool j flavor flay like we could talk about everybody naughty but well not about nations like 90s but you know what i'm saying like yeah. the list goes on and on of the rap, of rap pioneers sugar hill gang the first family of hip-hop like yeah. no, that haven't been been given that proper induction to anything any yeah. hall of fames anything like that yeah so, so, you know what I mean? I don't... This, this has got to be setting precedent, though. I, Definitely. I would assume that Nas and Eminem and Tupac and Ice Cube, hopefully those five mm-hmm. can get in right away. Like, yeah. they need to be in next. Right. Like, in the next group altogether. Right. Because um, I, I don't, I don't want to choose who should go first. But, yeah, like, Pac, Nas, uh, Big, who who just re- who's over 20 years now with mm-hmm. his first song, mm-hmm. M, um, and Ice Cube, they need to be in, like, right away okay. <laughs> like yeah. yesterday so so hopefully they can get that going now when it comes to like list and like people that deserve they they credit right you know you know we got to talk about this double xl freshman list. Oh, i know it's i know it's like a week removed and you know things get old oh, oh well things get i old still quickly. have feelings <laughs> things get old quickly uh <laughs> nowadays in today's industry but we do got to touch on this double xl freshman list because it came out right after we recorded last week so we didn't get to talk about it okay um I'll let you go first. So it's yeah. So I saw it. I actually reported about it on Hollywood Unlocks. And let's say who's on it first. Let, okay. Let, let, me, let me say who's on it real quick. All right. Just, just for those that don't know, if you haven't seen the Double XL freshman yes. list, you guys know they do this every year. They announce like the upcoming freshman class and hip hop people that they expect to have big years going forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the tenth anniversary of the freshman list. Um, and I'll let you guys be the judge of whether you think it's the worst one, and then we'll give you our opinion shortly. Mm. Ariella, get ready. ready. Uh, but we got Kamaya, A Boogie with the hoodie, who I guess that he's decided that's his full name. Like, we're not going with A Boogie. <sighs> we're not dropping the with the hoodie. I can't. I thought they were dropping with the hoodie. No. It I, can't. I thought they were. I thought no. they were talking of dropping it. I love but yeah, it. A Boogie with the hoodie, uh, PNB Rock, uh, XXX Tentacion, uh, Playboy Cardi, Made in Taiwo. Um,. Amine, Ugly God, Cap G, and Kyle. Hmm. What do you think about this list, Ariel? That's what I did when I first read it. Yeah. <laughs> Sigh. Shaking my head. Yeah. Um, obviously, there were a lot of snubs. A lot of snubs. A lot. Some were addressed. Some, Who? some weren't. Who'd they address? So, the editor-in-chief of XXO... Uh, Vanessa Satin. Okay. She visited the Breakfast Club, I think, like the day after, and she addressed only a few snubs. She, I think, she had addressed 
Uh, Young M.A., Wife and Lucci, Cardi B, Famous Dex, who, like, All four should be on there. Like... Those even T Grizzly, stuff. even though T Grizzly just came out, I but understand has, that one. But Jay Z even said that he has but the best song out right now. Come on, <laughs> so why, why would he not be on? Come the Come on, list? like there was a lot of people that there were a lot of people that definitely deserved to be on there, and some on the cover. This is okay. What some, did she say? What did she some say? Some on the like, cover that didn't. So this is my thing. I'm, I'm gonna throw in Famous Dex. Famous Dex flipped that he wasn't on there, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like. Okay, I could kind of see him on there, kind of not. I wasn't too surprised from the snub. But the reason behind it, which she says that she said Famous Dex excluding him was a hard decision. And they said it ultimately relied on the footage that came out of him beating up his girlfriend. And I was like, that's a valid point, I guess. They don't want to show that they encourage it or back it in any sense. I get that. But it's like, if you're going to use that as an excuse, why not? Place that same excuse on XXX Tentacion because right. he also allegedly beat his pregnant ex girlfriend. Pregnant. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, so if 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 the rule is gonna apply, I mean, if you're gonna place that rule on him, it needs to apply across the board. Yeah. That was, just, you know, that but that was one of the stuff that she addressed. Since when, since when has like hip hop had these? Like, since when has hip hop cared about stuff like that? You know what I mean? Like that. Not to say not to say that it wasn't important, but like. It's just weird, like, it should, usually they don't care about your off-the-field exactly. <laughs> performance, you know what I mean? Like, they, they just care about what you're doing, you know, musically. Music-wise, like, and that's how it should be, yeah, you like know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we've had a lot of felons on that, on that come, double XL cover, people, you know what I'm saying? Come on now. So, like, so I don't, I'm not really sure Murderers. why, why all of a sudden on. they're playing God and acting like they got to judge people for that. Um, in my exactly. opinion, I just felt like there's a lot of artists, and we don't have to go into, like, who they left off or who they should have put, because we did that last year, or who had the better list. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thing is just that, there's no MCs on this list. Now, I love Kamaya. Mm. Kamaya is my favorite on this list. Like, she's the only one that I really listen to mm-hmm. and that I'm going to push. And I know people are like, well, that's because he's from the West Coast. Maybe. But at the end of the day, no, I, I, like, her. I, I like her music. Like, her right. music is legitimately good to me. Um, and Kyle makes some dope shit. I'm not really a fan of Kyle's, but he mm. makes some dope shit. Um, Amine only has one song out, too. <laughs> like, I know he has a project that just released, but, like, yeah. he has one song. Uh-huh. Caroline. Uh-huh. And I think... Most people would agree that T Grizzly's first day out is better than that. Wait. So if you're gonna if you're gonna hold that against T Grizzly because he only has one record, like you got to do the same thing for Amina. You see what I'm saying? You know what I mean, so I just feel like there's a lot of inconsistencies there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kamaya, as dope as she is, Cardi B has been out a little bit longer than her. Mm-hmm. So I don't see if I mean if we're gonna put Kamaya on there, why not throw Cardi B on Cardi there too? On there. Well, like th- we have a new wave of female MCs that that deserve their just due. For there to only be one female MC on there, yeah, it's weird to me. I just, I just don't, I just I don't agree. really get it. Um, I don't want to go too deep into it because I already said on my, on my feelings on my, on my Instagram page. So please follow <laughs> me at State Line J and talk to me. Let me know what you think about what I think right. about this freshman list. Uh, we did have one album that came out last week. Well, we had a couple albums that came out last week, but I definitely want to touch on this one because it was like the highlight of the weekend. Two chains. Yes. Pretty girls love trap music. Sure do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I hear every. I, I was, I was talking to uh, Soral about that about how like every girl that I know is just in love with like the most ratchet trap music there is uh, which, something about it which is which is very strange <laughs> um i just want to go into like a very short review of this album yeah um i loved it the, you know the first listen i was like oh, that's all right the more i listened to it the more i enjoyed this album um i think chains does a great job of his presence on the track i don't know if there's anybody oh. with like a better presence you know just a, a rap presence even though everything he's saying is not always the most 
deep. Mm-hmm. Just the way he, I love his delivery. I his love his deliver- voice. Yep. Um, after Snoop Dogg, he might have the best voice in rap. Like his voice mm. just sounds good on the track. It resonates, yeah. Um, and I just I just love. I, I mean, Two Chains is, is always good for a funny line here and there. <laughs> he always keeps you laughing. He knows how to get the party started with his tracks. I love it. Um, I love I love that it's a vibe. It's not the best song on the album. Right. Um, a lot of times when the single's the best song, it's a bad. You know, it's it's. The album's usually not good. Yep. Um, so just in my opinion, songs that stand out, I love uh, Saturday Night. Love mm-hmm. the intro. Um, 4 a.m. with Travis Scott. Travis Scott is, is probably my favorite artist out right now. Um, and then you got Door Swinging is a banger. Swingin', uh, it's yes. a vibe banger. Rolls Royce, bitch, banger. Blue Cheese, Migos, banger. Those are my favorite songs on the album. What do you, what do you think about this album? I loved it, honestly. I think this is his best album today, honestly. Oh, I think you might be right. I honestly think so. Like, just as far as, because I... Like I said earlier, I'm all, all about versatility. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if you could switch it up on me, hey, you know, in certain cases, I'm like, listen, now you fake, you switching up. But no, I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, as far as like music goes, like I love because I listen to water rare music. <clears throat> I listen to country, rap, reggaeton, plena, reggae, dancehall, all of that. So if you could switch it up, I'm all there for you. So with this, I like I said, I think it was his best album. He talked on a lot of subjects. Um, He talks about his past, which, I, you know what I'm saying? You got to throw in there. You know what I'm saying? I love that. He even did some, like, you know, some funny stuff, like you said. I think, honestly, my favorite is 4 a.m. Um, and not even because it was a single, you know what I'm saying? But e- still even listening to the whole, you know, the whole project, 4 a.m. is really, exactly, it's really good. I'm not going to lie. When uh, Riverdale Road came on, <laughs> Riverdale, yo, that beat. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, yo, what's he about to do? Riverdale, and then yeah. I was like, production yes, amazing on the, the production album. on that? Amazing. <laughs> But two chains, you really, you really, you know, you did a number on this one because yeah. I, I love, I love this project. Definitely. This is like, like I said, this and the next one we're gonna talk about real quick. Yeah. Favorite project that's, that I'm bumping right now. Bet, bet. Yeah, I'm playing this two chains album a lot right now. Yes. Um. Now he wasn't the only one that dropped some music this week. We had a couple other projects that came out, and we won't spend too much time on all of them. We are gonna spend some time on the one you want to talk about. Yeah. I haven't listened to that, so maybe you can oh enlighten me on that. But uh, we did have an album from DJ Charisma, big time DJ out here on the West Coast. He has a short EP, um, full of a lot of stars on that. So you guys definitely yeah. check out that. Just it's self-titled DJ Charisma EP. Um, I am Sue from the Bay. Drop Boss Up Three. Who I, I like. I am Sue. I'm not a huge fan. I don't mm-hmm. listen to all of his stuff, but I do like I am Sue a lot. Um, if you're looking for some turn up party music, I'm sure that that album's gonna be fun for the summer. I appreciated it real quick because I I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't know that he produced as well as he does oh, or yeah. that he was a producer like oh, no that. he does everything i did not know that like <laughs> yeah. i knew of it but i didn't know how how deep he was into it so listening to uh boss up three i'm digging it y'all gotta check it I out i haven't checked it out yet but i will get to it i've been spending a lot of time listening to chains and then big boys boomerverse i don't know if you had a chance to listen to that yet i did i was i was shocked i, I you know i've never i'm gonna be honest i've never listened to a full project of big boys Same. by himself mm-hmm. i've never listened to to a full project of him by himself so i checked this one out Cause it's only 12 songs. I love it. Everybody, please, 12 songs only. That's like the perfect length. It is. That's like the perfect length for it an is. album. Because I'm not in the car that much. So if I could just get 12 songs, it's perfect. Uh, but I do love it. I love the song that he has. with. Uh, he has a record with um, Gucci Mane on mm-hmm. there, which I wasn't expecting to be as good as it was. Mm-hmm. Excellent. But Big Boy still, he's one of the most underrated. He's probably one of the most underrated rappers yes. like, ever. And, and 
to to still be going as hard as he is at the age that he is, and as long as he's been doing it, mm-hmm. much respect to Big Boy. Make sure you check out Boomerverse just for just for the culture. Just for, just listen to it at Do least it once. Just listen to it once. If you ever listen to an Outcast album, just listen to Big Boy's uh, solo album at least one time. You got Joiner Lucas, who I'm going to talk about in a second. He'll probably be my you ever heard of. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> his project dropped as well. Um, we'll get into that in a second. But you want to talk about Young Thug because yes. Young Thug dropped probably uh, a lot of people. I've been seeing uh, social media. Praising this album a lot, bro. He dropped uh, "Beautiful Thugger Girls." Yes, An- he- initially titled "Easy Breezy Beautiful Thugger Girls." Oh my god, only yes. you would know that because uh. I, I definitely didn't. <laughs> the people, the people listening, know that I once said that Young Thug is the one artist I will never listen to. Oh, no. uh, but I've kind of changed my mind. Like he was replaced by Lil Yachty, so I, I actually, <laughs> I actually, I, I actually give Young Thug some time now. Yeah. Um, but I have not listened to this yet. I know that I have to for the culture, yes. right? Uh, but I have not listened to this yet. What are you? What are your opinions? Do I need to listen to this? You definitely do. Why like do I, I was a little. I'm not going to front. Why I need to listen. To I was this. a little convince, convince me right now. I'll, you got. You got a couple. I minutes. got you. Convince me. I got you. So right. I'm not going to front. I was a little shocked when I heard he was coming out with a singing album. I was like, first of all, doesn't he kind of already do that? He mumble raps all that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he groans. it's like right. He groans like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I was in the same boat, but when I actually, you know, gave it a listen and I actually reviewed it um, for Hip Hop Weekly, and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of glad I did it because the album really bangs. Like, and like this goes back to just my personal um, uh, preference with versatility. Like he touches on um, dancehall, uh, R&B, even country vibes on this. But do I want to hear and it's like, singing country? You do. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, no. The reason I say that is because. It's executive produced by Drake, along with um, London on the track, and then um, um, I'm blinking right now, but another producer. Okay. So they, he already had my backing on that because Drake's backing it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, Drake backing it. Come on now. You got to give it a listen at least once. Give it a one-time you know, a one-time run through. Right. And then also, it's inspired by his fiance. I'm like, that's super sweet. You know oh what I'm saying? God. It's super sweet. You know, you got to have a little sweet spot for <laughs> your lady. Got you. He got you. For your lady. I'm just saying. But no, the reason why I really bang with it is because the the songs on this track uh, like really show his vulnerability. Like, and I know people are probably like, "Well, he already showed his vulnerability on Jeffrey when he wore that damn dress on the cover art." He did. I you know what I'm saying? I didn't listen, I didn't listen to that. <laughs> like, I have not listened to but, a project in my life. I I'm telling have. you, still a couple songs, but. I'm telling you, you have to listen to you have to listen to beautiful give me, girls. Give me one song. What's the first song? So my my honestly my honest honestly my favorite song I can't even talk um, is you said if you, you said. listen to you said all right he's a, he get a little when freaky I, on it when I get in the he car, get a little freaky on it but it's honestly like I just like it because of the the melody mm-hmm. and the the beat you're not, you're not convincing me right now. I'm, I'm not convincing I'm, you. I'm, I'm going to listen to <gasps> you said. I'm going to listen to the whole thing probably. But I we got, don't I like like the same. We, everyone, we already <laughs> negotiated. We don't like the same people. Everyone is saying that it's good on social media. It is good. It usually means that it, that it either really is or it's probably terrible. I don't know yet. Social media is weird like that sometimes. But I'm going to give it a you listen. You got to check it out. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, once I'm done, I'm still digesting Joiner Lucas. Um, but I will check out Young Thug. Please do. Probably on my way home. Maybe on my way home tonight. Um, that takes a story you ever heard of. Now, I already said I'm going to give... I'm going to do Joyner Lucas for my You Ever Heard Of, because I know a lot of people aren't familiar with him. Uh, Joyner Lucas, um, if you've been watching, like, the BET Cyphers over the last few years, he was on, I want to say, two years ago. I mm-hmm. can't remember. Um, and he released a song last year, I believe, called Ras Cappuccione. Hmm. It was basically, like, a story. It was actually based on a true story of this guy that uh, uh, 
goes to this new school and he befriends this guy. He didn't have any friends, so this guy befriends him. Um, long story short, the guy uh, ends up shooting him and stealing his car. Oh, shoot. Uh, as a part of gang initiation. But the way the story is told is so great. The kid actually ends up surviving a gunshot mm. to the chest. Um, he ends up surviving and everything. And just the whole the song itself is excellent. And they got a lot of praise from other artists in the industry. Um, so he's finally, he's released his own album uh, this past weekend. It's a phone number, 508-507-2209. I don't know if that's his actual phone <laughs> number. I haven't tried it. I don't know if this is a Mike Jones situation. Is he on, I was about to say, is he on his Mike yeah, Jones? <laughs> I don't know. But this dude can rap his ass off. This album is amazing. If you are a fan of storytelling, um, that's definitely what this is. Like, this is one of the, he is one of the greatest, sto- like, he, he can rap his ass. I'm not going to gas him too much, but he can rap his ass off. Mm. Uh, Jordan Lucas, if, if you're ever in the, in the mood for some bars and you want to hear some storytelling, check out Jordan Lucas for sure. He's from Massachusetts. Uh, he's going to be, he's going to be doing some big things soon. I can, I, I can tell. Dope. All right. And who you got for this, dope, this dope, week's dope. you ever heard of? So I actually have, um, it's one of the uh, artists I actually, um, a little familiar with. His name is Mike DeRoll. Um, People have probably heard of him because um, he had a single that dropped with Ray J and YG. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also worked with uh, Compton AV. So he's from the Bay. So he's worked with a lot of people, obviously, in Cali, a lot of people in L.A. Um, so like I said, he's worked with YG, Ray J, Compton AV, and even RJ. And RJ's popping right now. He just RJ dropped his, right his latest album. Um, but I really bang with Mike DeRoe because um, his music as well, like he does a little bit of singing and um, rapping as well. So, and it's not just like it's not Young Thug singing. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Don't even try and go there for me. But um, but his his um, he, he just released a project a couple weeks ago, if not a month ago, called uh, Hello. And um, the mixtape party was just popping. Like I I had heard of him like through hearsay, but never really like looked in to see who he was. Went to his listening party, and I was like, yo, like he's really got a nice little fan base out here and people are really banging with him. Yeah, so yeah. if you guys haven't heard of Mike DeRoe, definitely go check him out. His um, latest project is called Hello. It was released, like I said, about a month ago. And um, he has a couple hits right now, like I said, with YG and Ray J. Um, that one is called, uh, that one's called Hello. So it's, a, it's the track title, or excuse me. Dope. We will, we will be having both of those artists in our in our show notes for y'all to check out. Oh, for sure. Um, uh, make sure you guys read the show notes. We'll always have some links for you guys to check out um, and definitely put you up on the new music. Now, as you guys know, we always have a playlist as well. That'll be in the show notes as well. The playlist from every episode will, will kind of be a recap of what we discussed. So it always features artists that we talked about, always features, you know, songs that we may have discussed or songs that we want y'all to check out as well. Um, and so... Ariella, yes, I appreciate you for coming through. Thank you. I appreciate you for hanging out with me. I appreciate you letting and being me be my, my California liaison. Hey, um, and we got a lot of things popping. I can't wait to see what else you can provide for our listeners. I'm sure that you guys all love Ariella. Make Listen. sure they follow you on on social media. What's your social media? So yes, so you. Instagram is Ariella Ari Anise. Excuse me. So it's A R I period A N I S. And that's Instagram. And then my Twitter is Ariella Anise, A-R-I-E-L-A-A-N-I-S. Make sure you guys follow me. Bet, bet, bet. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Hot 16, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. Make sure you email the show at hot16show at gmail.com. Send us any reviews over on iTunes. Make sure you share the show with your friends. Help us grow in the iTunes charts because we are trying to become the best music podcast there is out there because we already are. We just need y'all help. 
to to prove to everybody else that we do have the best uh, music podcast out there for everybody. Um, you can listen to us on multiple different platforms other than iTunes. There's SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play. Tell a friend, share the show. Make sure you hop, all, uh, you shop. I'm sorry, I can't talk right now. Make sure you shop all Hot 16 merch at hot16podcast.bigcartel.com. Get yourself a shirt or a hat or a phone case. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week. Now, we do have an interview coming up this week that you guys will check out. It's probably going to be like a secret, like, I guess not a secret episode, but a little interlude for you guys to check out this weekend. Um, it'll be dropping sometime this week. So after you listen to this show, stay on the lookout because you'll see another uh, episode from us coming out this week. Don't be alarmed. It's not broken. It's actually a real episode coming out two <laughs> times this week. All right. Um, you got anything for everybody before we get out of here? Listen, I just want to say thank you for letting me come on. And I, we definitely about to do some big things for you guys. So make sure you guys stay stay tuned. And make sure you guys keep plugging us with your friends because, like I said, we about to do some things. A lot of things going on here on the West Coast. Aria, thank you. Thank you again. We'll catch you all next week for track number 55. And we out.